Attention! The Movie Guys love movies. Any comments about movies are for entertainment purposes only. And really, you should know this by now. We've been telling you this for the past 100 shows. Isn't that right, Joel Schumacher? Isn't that right, Ghost Dad? Isn't that right, Bieber Fever? Isn't that right, George Bushes? Isn't that right, Ike Barinholtz? Absolutely. Wait, what's that? <laughs> I'm kind of proud that we had a uh, ghost dad. Isn't that right? That is. It ma makes the mind real. Like, what was the reference? Yeah, what there? could we possibly <laughs> have been saying well, about ghost dad? Cosby. Oh, I mean, that's uh, true. And that's yeah. going to keep going. So it's eventually, it's a little too edgy for me. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a Leonard part honest. six. Look, you're going to have to keep edgy. up. That's a little edgy. <laughs> you're going to have to keep it's up. A little too soon or too late. I don't know what the reference is, but. Wait, hey, hey, Anasek here. This All is also right. because it's our hundredth show. Yeah, that's a great reference. Hundredth show. Hundredth show. What you get out of that? And we have this in from the president. Hey, I'm a movie guy. I, I can I can rattle off uh, a bunch of movies. That isn't that exciting? Wow. Wait, right on. Wait, who is that? The president. Oh, right. The current one. The current. One. <laughs> uh, listen, that was great music. Always start uh, top of the show with uh, the the COD blues music from Karen's brother's band. But this is a 100th anniversary special, so we have something special planned as the Boobay sisters are sitting in as our house band. There we go. Oh, my God. There they are. Yeah. Snuck right That's up on me there. Yeah, I, didn't, uh, there. I was wondering about that. I, know, I thought they were mannequins. If you're watching Vimeo, yeah, you can't mistake that. Yeah, this, this is a, a real Vimeo moment if you're used to listening to us. You might want to tune in because the... The uh, production value here is pretty impressive. Now, loyal listeners, loyal listeners may remember the Boobay Sisters from a few Christmases ago, where they graced us with some songs of the season, like this. Tom Hanks is Walt Disney. He's a fan of Jim Jimmery. With Walt, there's no stopping. Gotta have Mary Poppins saving Mr. Banks in Disneyland. How else would we know about? Saving Mr. That's Banks beautiful. without the boobays. Well, that was released at Christmas, so you know. I that's remember how singing you... that carol with my family when I was a kid. That's bring back. Like they made a movie that yeah. came out at Christmas to you know use that. Uh, they're back for our anniversary show. So uh, actually, let me just uh, meet the girls real quick. Uh, the... Hi there, my Hello, name girls. is Kai guys. My name is Kay Boobay, and I love the movie guys. Oh, excellent. Oh, that's good. Hi, I'm Faye Boobay. Oh wait, get right in on the mic there. Hi, I'm Faye Boobay, and I love the movie guys. Or I those of you that are single. Faye Bay, you also love alliteration, I think. That'd be me, Faye. <laughs> and who's our final? Uh... I'm Renee <laughs> Boubay, and I, I love drunk. Yeah. Right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. Classy. Well, let's let's I not make with the conversation Boubay. then. <laughs> That's our Renee. Sisters. <laughs> let's uh, let's uh, let's taste the great harmonies that Boubays are known for. Okay, so uh, go ahead and uh, fire up a little song for us here at the top of the show. Hit it, ladies. Can anybody? die a little can barely stand on my feet take a look take at yourself look in the mirror and cry and cry what yeah. i have spent Ooh. all my years in believing you i just can't get no relief lord somebody 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 anybody find me find me somebody to love 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 can anybody find me 
somebody to Hey, sisters, everybody. A now, beautiful. House band. Paul, Lovely. if you're taking guesses, I think I know the name of that song. Jailhouse Rock. Thank yes. you. Thank yes. Thank, Thank you. you. Score uh, one for me. Queen. Now, wait a minute. This is, uh, this is, now you're all sisters, but you have a different... Mother. Mothers. Mothers. Okay. Uh, same yeah. dad. Okay, I see how it works. Age. Got it. All right, well. Yeah, good sense. to have you. They'll be chiming in now and then throughout makes the show. Sense. Makes perfect sense. We also have different bra sizes. Well, yeah, their stories line up. We should look into this, Paul. Again, Vimeo, if you want to figure out <laughs> yeah. the bra sizes, you know, you can check it out yourself. Oh, as uh, as uh, Bart was saying uh, so poorly, oh. we're trying to stay movie-related here. <laughs> so that was Queen's oh, Somebody to Love. Podcast? Oh, yeah, Somebody oh. to Love, uh, as heard in Happy Feet and Ella Enchanted. You may remember oh. that song from both of those movies, or if you're like me, it's the first time you heard that fact. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ladies, uh, we're glad you're here for the first part of the show. Thanks for being here. And let me welcome everybody to the Movie Showcast, part of the vast and sprawling Movie Guys empire. This means something. This is important. You've reached ground zero for all things movies and comedy. We bring the two together right here on our show every week with jokes, rants, sketches, characters, bits, special guests, and more as we broadcast from the Admirals Club, an oasis for weary travelers. They don't stop making movies, so we don't stop making comedy shows about movies, which means you can get a new show every week on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Vimeo, Pulp, Epic, YouTube, Player.fm, and of course, themovieguys.net, absolutely free. And we encourage you to subscribe especially at iTunes, share and like posts, rate, leave a review. We appreciate it. And if you do, still, no charge. What? Uh, we're also on WBAD.net Fridays at 4 p.m. just like Bay. He's not even adjusting for inflation. Ooh, that's me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, search the movie guys on Yahoo, Bing, or Google. 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 And we come right up. <laughs> Googly. What is that from? Intern. Where do they say that oh, a lot? Wait, yeah, the yeah, internship. Okay, yeah, uh, of course. What internship? Isn't it internship. From? That, what, Google the movie. Oh, I that's forgot. That's from every movie. <laughs> that's from every movie. <laughs> that's in every movie. You go back, that's in every movie. I'm, I'm almost positive. That was that was a young Fredo. That was the first. Oh. Uh, that was the first. Google, Google. That was the first line in Casablanca, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Honestly, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. Film all the Google, she had to search. I'm your host yeah. for the hardest working yeah, yeah. podcast on the airwaves, Paul Preston. Karen Volpe's not with us now. No doubt oh. she's somewhere helping the less fortunate. But we'll be here for the second half of the show. I'm currently joined by Bart Caius. I didn't say that. If I said that, I'd be wrong. And Adam Witt. <laughs> I'll drive that tanker. And we're joined for this anniversary show by a stand-up comic celebrating his own anniversary next week as he hosts uh, a show, Flyover Comedy, that is celebrating three years strong Whoa, at the Hollywood years? Improv. Three years. That's awesome. Yeah. Tuesday, May 19th. Look for that show to happen with its Thank host, you. Jeffrey Baldinger. Everybody, hello, hello, hello. Look at the night you came on. Thank we got you. singers. Thank it's you our so much for coming to my house to do this. I appreciate you guys moving your studio to my place. Yeah. It's beautiful. Thank no you so welcome. much for having me. Appreciate it. As ever, we're here to bring you our weekly patented movie previews, prepping you for your trip to the multiplex this weekend. Two big summer films to talk about as we embark on another sequel week. First up. <laughs> A post-apocalyptic band Very of people nice. dress up like animals and have Smooth. sex with each other in Mad Max Furry Road. At least I think that's what it's about. <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> and it's the slobs versus the snobs, but with much better vocal range in the summer sequel to an unlikely fall hit, Pitch Perfect 2. Whoa. The World Championships of Acapella, where every four years, the best from around the globe compete for world domination. No American team has ever won. That's because they hate us. The whole world. <laughs> the whole world hates us. Hate us. <laughs> Now, I know uh, when we first looked at this 
trailer Bart was like, they don't have that. That doesn't exist, right? It does. Everything it's, it's, exists. It's like Bart. the X Games. Everything Those are all exists. made up it sports. All, it's, it's all real. Trust Skateboarding's me. not a the, the sport. X, the X Games are just made up so that uh, Johnny thing. Storm has something to do in Fantastic Four, yeah. right? Skateboarding. Those are made up. Yeah. Those are made up. You, you invent a sport in your backyard, you crown yourself champion, and you get a Mountain Dew endorsement. Yeah, That's how it works. Uh, baseball all over. There again. it is. It's baseball. <laughs> yeah. Baseball all but over. But does again. it actually exist? It does, well, it does on a collegiate level. Oh, okay. Well, cheerleading does, so I guess this would too. I don't know. How does that? Uh, well, cheerleading's a sport somehow, so I guess singing is <laughs> somehow. Well, they don't like relate to each other. Like, sure, it's they not do. Like if they're you're both a cheerleader, idiot. you're a singer. Like that's not a they're like, both a idiotic thing. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So next, you'll say like diving is a sport. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that's just trying to avoid a belly flop. So what does? <laughs> that's a fair Ten point. <laughs> so what doesn't exist is the international level of this stupidity. It just exists on a collegiate level. Well, it might be internationally collegiate. I don't oh, okay. Know. Are you saying movies are fake? <laughs> Wait a minute. They made something up just so they can have a plot? All right. Well, we'll put that movie off for the second okay. one. All right, their first movie, I think then. being the professional version is just being boys to men. Ooh. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Kay Boudet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in our first movie of the new weekend of films, the movie guys run Barter Town. Adam, let's tell the people what to expect. Oh, hit it, Boubes. <gasps> Ooh. Love that version. Isn't that great? That is the great. Very good. <laughs> oh my god. Mad Max Fury Road is the fourth film in the Mad Max series and the first Mad Max film in 30 years. Or to many viewers, that new movie that comes out Friday. <laughs> Not quite the 32-year wait for the upcoming Star Wars The Force Awakens, but long mm. enough so now an entirely new generation of moviegoers can go, huh? <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, Mad Max is the preeminent film in the post-apocalyptic genre. For those who don't know what the apocalypse is, look up the Cold War, or maybe just look up now. A tale of social decay set in a parched, water-starved wasteland, so it takes place in L.A.? Uh, no, Paul. Uh, uh, nuclear war has turned all of the Australian outback into a wasteland. Oh. oh okay, more of a wasteland. Uh. Filled with scavengers, survivors, mutants, where the law is survival and there are no rules, particularly for shooting non-union stunts without a permit. <laughs> the remaining tribes scour Zing. the land looking for what little fuel there is left to power their giant encumbered vehicles that couldn't be less fuel efficient. There's one man that's sure traveling alone is the key to survival, Mad Max. Nonetheless, he gets caught up in the peril of a group of refugees escaping an evil warlord. I'll drive that tanker. <laughs> that's the old Mad Max. Pretty good plot description, but here's how George Miller, also I'm legally required to remind you, director of Babe, Pig in the City, describes great it. Film, great film. <laughs> good film. <laughs> you have to look up that it's film. from him. Here's how he describes it. Mad Max is caught up with a uh, with a group of a group of people fleeing across the wasteland in a war rig driven by Imperator Furiosa. The movie is an account of the road war which follows. It is based on the word burgers of the history men and eyewitness accounts of those who survived. It's not even a sentence. I think I think and we're in the wasteland. Stop by Word Burgers on Tuesday night for their all-you-can-eat word salad bar. We don't need another burger. I there's think their Renee Boubet's head just Maybe blow up. <laughs> now, there's all kinds of tribes in this endless desert, like the one with Sid Caesar, Buddy Hackett, and Milton Berle. 
Featured more prominently in the prequel, it's a mad, 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 mad max. 100 shows, we hit our dumbest joke. Right? <laughs> dumbest joke, yeah. Nailed it. Jeff, you were here. Congratulations. I love that. A lot of movies kick ass. This movie will kick you in the balls. Then it will punch you in the face. But in the end, it's going to give you a great big hug. A bear hug, squeezing you until your eyeballs pop out of your head. Now, fans of the original Mad Max movies, all of which starred Mad Mel Gibson, You make my life so fucking difficult! are sure to enjoy this latest installment. Everything's been updated. Not only has Mel Gibson been replaced with the venerable, whatever venerable means, Tom Hardy, but the dust is dustier, the grit is grittier, and the explosions are more explodier. Even the fire in this movie has been upgraded from torch orange to incinerator red. This movie is so dusty it will leave sand in your bikini bottoms. That is if you're like me and you wear bikini bottoms to the movies. In this wasteland, I am the one who runs from both the living and the dead. A man reduced to a single instinct. Survive. Why would you want to survive in a wasteland? <laughs> I'm always curious about people who are driven to survive in barren wastelands of despair where your future holds little more than the promise of hardship and struggle to meet even your most basic life needs. No one's ever struggling to survive in the hopes of being able to live the rest of their life on a luxury yacht while cruising the world's best waterways with a bevy of beautiful women. Now, not a lot of people. Hashtag DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> He's struggling to survive. Dad mad, mad DiCaprio. Now, not a lot of people know this, but Tom Hardy's Mad Max character's last name is Rokitansky. Funny that the anti-hero sounds like someone whose locker was next to mine in gym class. <laughs> I, feel, I feel it's more likely Max Rokitansky would play a character named Bell Gibson and not vice versa. <laughs> Hey, Max Rockatansky. Hey, Max Rockatansky. Hey, I'll drive that tanker. Hey, Rockatansky, I got uh, I got your vig. I'm late. I'm not late. I'm sorry, 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 uh, uh, Mr. Rockatansky, your loan application did not... Oh, come on. I'm Max Rockatansky. Hey, Hey. Mr. Rockatansky, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. (laughs) You're making me mad, and you know what happens. Mr. Rockatansky, Mr. Rockatansky, I got a note. Hey, Mr. Rockatansky. From my mother. I got a note from my mother. I got a note. Hey, I'm Mr. Rockatansky. I want to see the manager over here. Huh? Do you realize you're saying this to Max Rockatansky? Huh? Uh, my name is Max Rockatansky. I'm actually Irish. I don't know where the. I mean, I, it's a family name, but it, we, we emigrated. It's hey, I'm uh, I'm Max Rockatansky, and uh, I'm an alcoholic. Now the names get even more interesting <laughs> from Hi, there. Max. Hi, Max. Hi, Max. Hi, Max. Sorry, yeah, that should have been the thing. It's supposed, it's supposed to be anonymous. So just, you no can last just, name. You can just say Max R. You don't really think Rakodansky's my real last name, do you? Hi, I'm Max R. Hi, Max uh, Mad M. I'm Mad M R. All right, we got Rakodansky. We got Imperator Furiosa. Yeah, right? yeah, we yeah. also have the Splendid Angerhead. Okay. Toast the Knowing, okay. Cheeto the Fragile, Valkyrie, Rictus Erectus, <laughs> The People Eater, and The Bullet Farmer. Purple People Eater? Hey. Remember that movie? I think breaking news from George R. R. Martin, J.K. Rowling, and the World Wrestling Federation. They've they've he- held a press conference claiming Mad Max Fury Road just used up all the good character names. Oh, what a shame. The first Mad Max trilogy made a star out of Mel Gibson, but Fury Road decided to go beyond Thunder Gibson when the former star went Mad Mel. But as much as I still love Mel Gibson, because you can't stop me, I've missed Mad Max as much as I miss Mel Gibson's respectability. Yeah, there we go. That's lovely. Lovely respectability. That was a nice thing to say about Mad Mel. Mad Mel. 
mad Jew. Are we in uh, are we in pre-apocalyptic times now? Is yes. that what this is? Every day. Okay. <laughs> Can you have apocalyptic times? Very briefly. Okay. okay. Very briefly. <laughs> During During the apocalypse, apocalypse that's that. when it. Okay, that's when it is. The Good apocalypse. news is, it's over we'll, ha- very we'll be in apocalypse time when X Men comes out. Okay, that's because I was thinking ah. about living age in age of apocalypse. Oh, X Men apocalypse is coming out. Oh. Age of apocalypse. Year, so. The age of apocalypse. Age of apocalypse. <laughs> apocalypse. Because I was Love wondering. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Boobays. You, you guys and, that, that, right? <laughs> There's a lot of dystopian Didn't know that was futures. A Q. There's a lot of dystopian futures. Are we living in topian? Is this very topian right it's now? It's a little topian right now. Does it feel like topian? A, it's very like topian. A, it's like yeah. a Seinfeld bit. Is this topian? Are we in topian right now? Is dystopian? Why is there dystopian? Well, we like to be gruntled, right? So, you know, I thought maybe I could be gruntled during these topian times pre apocalypse. I think you've just you've just really served up English there. You know what? <laughs> so this stars uh, Finally Tom... taking English down a peg. <laughs> I'm after you, language. It's about time. <laughs> so this t- stars Been Tom Been riding Hardy. on your high horse for years now, English. <laughs> Silent letters. My ass. Starts with a B. <laughs> so we talked about the, the love for Mel Gibson briefly there at the end. I, I could go on. But um, we have love for Tom Hardy, too, do we not? And oh, yeah. I, I guess it stars him. Somebody has... Uh, yes. Because I don't know what he looks like. I still don't know what the guy looks like, but it, his, names are in the cre- his name is in the credits. And he there's a... He's, but he wore a, a mask yeah, the whole time. That's what he what, looks like. But he wears a mask in this one, so he I recognized him. He wasn't wearing a mask. He's got a little... No, he he's got a little that's uh, his face. <laughs> <laughs> that's his face. It was, it was perfect casting, really. Actually, hilariously, the Mad Max poster the has him with a little grill over his face, yeah. too. That's yeah. why I recognized him right away. I'm like, oh, the guy from Bane. Got it. Yeah. Tom Hardy wants to came out saying he wants to play Punisher. The How new cool Punisher. is that? But he feels oh. like he's not tall enough. That was his worry. I don't know what that means. He's a good know, Punisher. I didn't know what that <laughs> meant either, but I was like, oh, How is he not 90 cool. feet tall? We, we saw Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> yeah. right? He's like yeah. 90 feet tall. Is he a short actor? He's a short guy. Wait yeah. a minute. I, I mean, think we can. Short, I think we can find this out. You were in bed with him. How tall was he? <laughs> Doesn't matter. We're all the same height laying down, ladies. Well, not all of us, actually. That's also not actually true. uh, (laughs) That totally sounded like something that's true that's absolutely not. Not true at all. That's like if you say something like that, that could be considered true. But it's like, you know, every table is a chair if you think about it. Is it, though? He said it so confidently. Is it, though? Well, those are some words that have never come out of Tom Cruise's height. Or mouth. I don't know if I'm tall enough for the part. Oh, yeah. 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 And but he's never imposing like Tom Hardy's imposing. Yeah, yeah. like he must be tall. But yeah. I think he'd be a good it's Punisher. All in the voice. And then you have Charlize Theron. Uh, she's tall enough to be Punisher. <laughs> now, can, can the Boobays sing as Bane? That would be a great time. I don't want to pimp you guys, but that, how great would that be to sing a Bane song? Oh, no, no. Sing the right. bane of my existence. We'll work on it later. We don't need another hero. We don't need another hero. We don't need no stinking hero. <laughs> Uh, so let's see. Uh, with Charlize in this movie, uh, Bart, why don't you tell us what's wrong with her? <laughs> <laughs> we got flaws. Flaws. Here's the flaws theme. Oh, Is I there more? It. Yeah, it'll just go on. You, you. She is actually one of the few women that I, uh, I I find no objection with. Nice. I don't find it. As a matter of oh. fact, when she, when she cut her hair short, I was like, that, her stock went up just a few points. Ooh, really? Wait a minute, yeah. Bart. What about her ankles? Uh, she's got nice pins, beautiful pins on <laughs> that dame. Good, good sticks on that broad. Did you like her when she was a homeless woman in that one movie? In Monster? Mm-hmm. Uh, she uglied up a little more than I would have liked. <laughs> a uh, lot more than yeah. I, 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 I would have liked. 
I was being nice, but yeah. That, 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 but that, that's when you're being nice. She was playing ugly. That's different than being ugly. Uh, Boubets. <laughs> yes. Uh, I've heard early reviews of this movie say that it has a feminist um, angle. Angle. Yeah. Hmm. The Mad Max movie. Fur- she plays Furiosa. Yeah. She must be related to And I think she's freeing Furiosa. a bunch of chicks. Like It's almost like a like they were in some crazy... Under, under this warlord, they were like in a compound, and she frees them. And then yeah. Sounds like most everywhere in Afghanistan and the Middle East. Yeah, very topical Does film. Does Charlize <laughs> thing sing, We Don't Need Another Hero? Ooh. Doubtful. 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 And Tina Turner won't anymore. Now that Does you guys killed her with the heart. We Are the World? <laughs> Why have... She, we Are the World, is that in the movie? I think it might be. Seems no. like that would be a good... Just that whole bit about Google at the top, and yeah. then they go right into nice. cartoons. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, they got to get the word Google in there. Hey, let's get on to our next movie, Baseball Fans Unite. It's oh. Pitch Perfect 2 with Kevin Costner and Dennis Quaid, or not. Or maybe I'm wrong about that one. Yeah, that makes more sense. I haven't been right all night about the plots. Bart, let's fill everybody in, uh, including myself. Ladies... I love some Pat Benatar. Mm-hmm. Big teeth, though, Who in that bra. Jesus Christ. a lot of teeth packed in one mouth. <laughs> oh, that was Jaws. <laughs> well, there's more action in our next movie as 10 girls fight valiantly to bring an acapella version of Beyonce's Run the World to Europe. Together with their sidekick, Autotune, always by their side, they sing their way into Europe's hearts. It's pitch perfect, too. But when the champion Barden Bellas accidentally show Rebel Wilson's vagina to the president... Wait, that didn't come out right. It's more subtle in the trailer. Well, that's not right either. Now, to regain their title, they must go up against international competition for supremacy and diaphragms. And all-male, all-buff, all-German a cappella group. Fucking Nazis. They were Nazis, dude? Oh, come on, Donnie. They were threatening castration. Uh-huh. Are we going to split hairs here? <laughs> Paul, this film stars Megan Trainer. That's amazing. That's not Megan Trainer. Are you sure? <laughs> Chubby blonde girl? Not no, Megan Trainer. Chubby blonde girl has a funny accent? Still not Megan Trainer. <laughs> Chubby blonde girl, funny accent, who can sing. <laughs> you know what? That might be Megan Trainer. I don't okay. know. Maybe. <clears throat> Obviously, who I'm referring to here is the character Fat Amy. Really, movie? Fat Amy? I thought that as a society, we had moved beyond base and unimaginative name-calling as a source of humor. This is every bit as offensive as Jimmy the Greek and Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> Who still has yet to become Larry the Broadband Guy? I don't know why he hasn't made that movie. <laughs> Wi-Fi Larry. Yeah, uh, Wi-Fi Larry. Where, what? Patent pending. I got a whole new set now. Thanks, Larry. <laughs> so how to sum up this movie? Let me think. Oh, you know what? Probably best if we just play a clip. That's not the clip. <laughs> You're gonna miss, miss me by me my hand. You're gonna miss me everywhere. Oh, you're gonna miss me when I'm gone. Password. Fart noise. Did you not see the parentheses? <laughs> Fart noise. That is literally a clip. (laughs) (sighs) Pitch Perfect has put together a great ensemble of empowered, fun, and funny women. 
but I'd like to ask permission not to be charmed by Rebel Wilson. Maybe I'm a comedy elitist, but Oliver Stick feels like, oh my god, you should be a comedian and not stuck here working in an office stick. You know, like every internet star. The film is written by Kay Cannon, former writer of 30 Rock, and friend of the show, who's killing it developing her brand as a creative writer and producer. No. No joke there. She's just awesome. Clay Matthews sings in a glee club boy band? Fat Amy Crotch Moons, the President of the United States? Fine, whatever. I lost in- interest when I figured out that Anna Kendrick wasn't going to take her shirt off. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. That's, uh, that's great. That's Pitch Perfect 2. All right. Yay. You know, I just want to say that they stole that idea from Faye Boubet. We were invited to see the president, and when we did, Faye showed him her crotch. That's not uh, him her crotch. Mm -hmm. That's not an easy thing to say. No. But that is a plot point where they crotch moon the president, right? I think so. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, you gotta get their attention. I saw an interesting for you. Good old crotch moon. Oh, we got invited back. Actually, well, Michelle liked it. That's what should happen, right? You shouldn't. Crotch moon vest. It shouldn't cost. Over at CBS. <laughs> crotch moon right? Yeah. I saw an interesting story on the interwebs about because um, this this crotch mooning is supposed to take place at like the Kennedy Center or something. Yeah. Didn't we just have crotch the Met? Like the mm-hmm. what was it? The Big Met Gala. Gala. The Met Gala. Gala. Oh. And somebody on Facebook did a uh, a video, a visual comparison of women attending the uh, Adult Video News Awards <laughs> dress wear and the dresses worn to the Met Gala. And guess who was a bunch sluttier? Oh my god! Yeah, like Met the women Gala. at the AVN were. You know, they're wearing you know Mary Janes and nice little button down shirts and freaking well, ass hanging out over at the Met Gala. Like dressing up. When you're dressing up, you dress like you don't normally dress. Oh, like you're not going to the office. So you're not going to the office. You're dressing in something else. But you so might need, like, that makes sense. But you might have to change the term dressing up. You dress. You're dressing you different. Dress. You dress yeah. differently. From when you go to the office. And so, yeah. It makes you know what? You're bringing you know, me around on this. Yeah. I need you around more often. We're yeah. dressed differently than normal. Usually we're wearing our quinceanera dresses. I love this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. They are dressed in, again, Vimeo. you got to see the ensemble here. We've got a lot of production value going on. They look like a Pollock painting. These were, ha- these were handmade Jackson in Pollock? China. <laughs> we're wearing them at the next crotch summit. Lovely. Yeah. If a chameleon landed on that, it would explode. I would believe that. I've seen it. I've seen it. I would believe that a crotch summit happens before an international acapella summit. (laughs) (laughs) And I would attend that one before the other one. What did she say she did to the crotch moon? That was, I believe. Uh, Is that like shirt cocking? What is that? Shirt cocking. You guys don't know that? Can yeah. I try it? Or I know it by another name. Can I mean, you, show yes. me? you guys can do it right now. Shirt cocking? You wear a shirt with nothing else. Oh. oh. <laughs> and you dangle down below. Yeah. Come on, gents. I'm doing that don't right now. Like yeah. I've never done that. Just like, This is what Jeff wears the office. Like, we're all wearing it right now. now. Who knows? They're this is all a table. doing it right shirt now. Cocking. If I'd known We're we were dressing cocking. up, I would have, uh, you know, well, you guys worn dress- less. Yeah, the, the movie guys all wore a tuxedo t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Very auspicious occasion. And nothing else. Wait, do you have one, Jeff? Should we have said you could bring one if you want? Would you have one at the ready? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Because that'd be kind of weird. You'd have a full tux. A real tux. I'd have brought my, I don't know, chicken suit, I guess. I don't know. I have a chicken suit. You have a chicken suit? Of course I have a chicken suit. That's a hilarious thing to have at the ready. Got it at the ready. You never know when you'll need it. I just like living in a world where that's true. <laughs> well, it happened. I happened to need it for a music video that one of my friends shot. They were like, hey, do you have a chicken suit? I was like, yeah, actually, I do. <laughs> I played Elvis once back in the early 2000s, 
and I've made so much money. I've, I bought the suit for like 125 bucks. Yeah. For one event, and I've made so much money with it because we need Elvis over at this thing or that thing, whatever. It's all right. Yeah, have it at the ready. Boom. Yep. Yeah, yeah you attended uh, attended one of our shows as Elvis. I did. Mm-hmm. I assume you do an Elvis as well. That's right, brother. Mm-hmm. Well, do, uh, did you do see where you want to be another hero? It's so good. <laughs> Give us an example uh, of your so Elvis. <laughs> Give us I'm caught example. in a trap. Yeah. Wait, no, no, no. I can't walk out. Because I love you too much, baby. Wait, now do Elvis. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I went right into Sydney Potty. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> hey, no jokes like that unless you're wearing a chicken suit. Uh, <laughs> right. All right. God, how great would it be if you if you went to Vimeo and you saw this and the boobays are dressed like this and Jeff actually was wearing the chicken suit? I'm wearing a chicken thing. suit the whole time. I'm Shirt the cocking. Suit right now. Uh. Next that's time you come back, yeah. full chicken suit. Full yeah. chicken suit. <laughs> that's chicken a, that's suit. really shirt cocking. That's, oh, that's, that's literally that. shirt cocking. Got your chicken suit and your dick hanging out. Well done. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It is. Chicken suit with your dick. Just a shirt with no <laughs> chicken soup for the soul. <laughs> chicken shirt soup with no pants. That's like the boo-boo, right? Yeah. The boo-boo Honey just boo-boo? wears the... No, I mean like the... the <sighs> They, they, they have uh, examples of like uh, how uh, cartoons dress and they call that like in, oh the boo boo yes uh, the boo boo yeah, yeah. or if you're just wearing a tie that's a yogi if you're, yeah, whatever <laughs> or no the, the Donald the Duck Donald Donald, Donald is Duck Donald. is just it's a shirt, shirt no pants shirt cocking yeah shirt Donald cocking. Duck right yogi yeah. is just the tie he's always and the collar. shirt cocking yeah <laughs> always shirt cocking yogi's that's the hat collar and tie I don't uh, know what the collar is attached to <laughs> that's one shirt shirt cocking animal right there yeah just shorts I don't know who wears just shorts Mickey. Oh yeah, he's got no top on, and, right? And uh, and gloves. Gloves. People, people who work out. Oh, that's true. <laughs> people who yeah. work people out who, sh- and people who work out. <laughs> people who work out. <laughs> <laughs> who wears yeah, shorts and gloves? Buddy at LA Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Boubes, we got a bunch of anniversary stuff uh, that we need to get to, and I know you have to uh, get back on the road to your Northern California tour of rest homes and rehab clinics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I want to hear more that singing from true. you guys before we yeah. go. Yeah. Let's hear the good singing, right? All right. All right. So this, this is what I think we can do. Uh, these girls have huge set lists, <laughs> so we're never ones to uh, skip an opportunity to play a dopey movie game, so let's do that before Ooh, we send them off, all right? Ooh. Here's the deal. The Boobay sisters will lay a classic song on us, nice. and you guys, Adam, Bart, Jeffrey, you're going to guess the let's film that, that 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 featured this song, okay? okay? So listen closely to the Wait Boobays. Just I'd love the be Mad clear, Max. The film, not the song itself. Correct. Okay. So you'll get the song, okay. what movie, movie was that from. song in, okay. and that's it, so all right. uh, here we go. You must remember this A kiss is still a kiss A sigh is just a sigh The fundamental things apply As time goes by uh, So what, what movie was that from? When Harry Met Sally? <gasps> no, Casablanca. Oh! Oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. Were you Bart just jumping in? Well, you got it wrong. Well, I think it's. It goes to the next Harry guy, right? Sally. Is it when Harry met Sally? Oh, do we all vote? I think that these all have probably a double movie. You're right. I think it was in that movie. I'm pretty sure Harry Connick Jr. sings it. Yeah, I mean, not, it was not in the okay. soundtrack. I'm pretty sure they say played again, Sam, and the right stuff. So the yeah, only so. the only one who didn't get it right was Adam. Okay, I go on. Okay, right. There we go. Let's move on. I didn't vote. Oh. 
thoughts, gentlemen? What's that from? Yeah. Uh, uh, I see a hand, yeah? Yeah, it's um, uh, the Cher movie. Um, uh-huh. The I Pizza Pie, uh, Nicolas Cage, uh, Moonstruck. No. No. Nope. She put the Cher on rather thick, though, yeah. so you're right Cher, about that. Yeah, Damn. Cher movie. Something for Cher. It is a Cher movie. It is a Cher movie. I was hoping. Was it striptease? Can I guess? <laughs> In your dreams. Are we able to guess? I don't know. Frank Oz. They would know either way. Christina Ricci. Bob what? Hoskins. What? Time's up. What the hell? Mermaids. 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 Oh. I haven't seen it. Was not going to get that. With Michael Schofling. Jake Ryan. 16 oh. Candles? Was in that Thank film you. as well. And the oh. hottest man on the planet. On the planet. He now makes furniture yeah. in, I think, oh, Michigan. Pennsylvania. He works with his hands. Oh. Doesn't he, though? Hot. Oh. Well, I don't know, but I'd like to find out. <laughs> Ditto. Right, here's our next song. Bart? Schultz, gets the blues. That's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Adam. You win. Was that Moonstruck? Yeah, it was Moonstruck. Yeah. Okay. Hey! You were early on that one, Bart. I knew that when I was yeah. letting other people guess correctly. i got to play something that's more up my alley, like the love theme from The Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> do you do anything wordless? <laughs> <laughs> Just make a bunch of explodey noises. <laughs> we, do some, we do some songs topless, but no. Ooh, oh, Check out Vimeo. I would be wordless. (laughs) (laughs) Here's another one. I'm curious. Cause you're my shamalama baby. Ding dong. It's got to be Grease. Deep cut. No. It's not. It's not Grease. I know it. I feel like I know this. You know this. I know you know it. Hints. I'll give you the band, if you'd like. Yeah. Otis Day and the Nights. Oh! Oh, Otis! Animal House. He loves us. He loves Otis. He loves us. Wait till see. Would you mind if we dance with your dates? I stopped keeping score, but Adam Adam still doesn't have any right. Am I correct? Yes. I got that one. What? We'd like to sing now a little song for you entitled Shamalama Ding Dong. So, hit it. Could you play ballad for Ghost Rider? Or, uh... Here's another one. Riders in the Sky. Another one that might have a number of different films, but you got one there. The most recent one. Yeah. That's Jersey Boys. Yay! Is that where you were going, Jeff? 
I know it was that. Uh, it's also, I think, it's also in that Julia can't, Roberts movie. Can't take my eyes um, off of me. At that dinner scene, I think maybe when they're. Uh, Which one? It's a few years ago. I don't remember the name. Stepmom. Oh, Mexican. Oh, Runaway Bride. Stepmom. Or something like that. No. My best friend's wedding. Stepmom. Possibly. Best I don't know. One of those things. Pretty Woman. Snow White. Not pretty. Woman. I'm gonna say Stepmom because I haven't seen it. <laughs> I'm gonna no. say August Osage County. Stop August or my mom will shoot. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. Is that what it, what it was? Ooh, let's guess as wrong as we can. <laughs> That's kind of a fun game too. Big Fat Liar. Satisfaction. Jesse Bateman. Green Valley. Wait, did somebody say the Green Mile? The Mountains of the Moon. Moon Forty Four. All right, here's a uh, here's another one. Too many fish in the sea. Too many fish in the sea. I said they're short ones, tall ones, fine ones. I'd want too many fish in the sea. Too many fish in the sea. Another deep cut. On that one, yeah. This is a tough one because this isn't from the soundtrack of the movie. This is from more music from the soundtrack Ooh. of the movie. So it's on the second oh. soundtrack. What? Okay. Fabulous Baker Boys? No, fine guess, but no. Hmm. I'll give you a, I'll give you a no hint. Idea. It's on a, it's also in this movie. Um I second that emotion. Heard it through the grapevine. Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, I got it. Uh, it tracks, in, tracks in my tears, big chill. Big that chill. is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Chill. Quite good oh. Has Barton got any right yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got Casablanca. As soon as as soon as you play uh, Salisbury Hill, I know exactly where. where ah, right, <laughs> every trailer ever. <laughs> All right, here's our big f- uh, finale or final. How great week. is this? This is great. This is awesome. Good. We yeah, should have great. them in more often, yeah. Paul. Yeah, they should uh, be here all the time. Why are they here, house is, band? Is, are they themed this week? Is there something yeah. that I missed the connection? Who's got a guess? Jeffrey? Ghost Rider. Is it in Ghost Rider? No, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Should but, be. But I know what, but Spawn. it isn't. Name all movies Spawn. that take place in hell. <laughs> it isn't a Marvel movie, though, for Iron sure. That I, that oh, 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 Iron Man. Iron Man. Two, two. Oh, on the board. Yeah, on the board with the last one. I wanted to make sure we had a superhero in there somewhere. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we try it. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. I jumped you the gun were, 12 times <laughs> thinking that would never happen. That there'd be, why, how could you have a song that's in a superhero movie? But you're right. ACDC is an Iron Man, too. Uh, we're we're going to get Karen back in here. We're going to take a quick 45-second break to do so, and the Boo Bays are going to play us out. I want to let you know you can find out about the Boo Bay Sisters at theboobaysisters.com. Or if you're lazy, hire. If you're lazy, boobaysisters.com. You know, the, the, the and dog? you can follow us on Twitter at the Bay Sisters. There you go. And that's B O O B E. If you're not using the URL or the Twitter handle or anything, feel free to put the little accent on the E, right? Feel free to do that. Yeah. And of course, they have a show upcoming, LA Performance at Corky's in Sherman Oaks, Saturday, June 20th. Yeah. Great yes. venue. It's a surprise party for Renee. Who is right Don't there. tell her. Okay. Don't tell her. Well, that blew Great venue. That. I hope she doesn't watch the show. Yeah, it'll spoil yeah. it. You've it's been awesome. to the Cork Lounge? Oh, yeah. That's, that's fun, right? I do shows. Uh, stand-up shows there. Oh, Great. Yeah. Great venue. Do they do stand-up there? Mm-hmm. Wednesday oh, cool. nights. Once every other month or so, the boobays come out and bring the house nice. down. As a matter of fact, that uh, Corky's was featured in the most recent Jennifer Aniston film, Cake. Ooh. Oh. Really? A little... Something. Do you well, Hollywood yeah. trivia? trivia? Hey, a little something that you guys didn't know. It's a fun fact. It's a fun fact. That is a fun fact. Do you guys, do you guys uh, bottomless hot chocolates. 
Also, we don't periscope, but if you come, you can periscope us. Right. I know that Faye periscopes, but that's a totally yep. different thing. Ah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to play. They're, they're going to play us out. What does it mean to play us out? What go. do you mean, play us out? <laughs> Here we go. Oh, fuck it. I'll write it and I'll do it live. Do Here it we go. Live. Do it. Uh, the Boubet sisters, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, when they're done playing, we'll be back with Karen and continue on with the show. But for now, here's our quick break. Through the magic of editing, and Karen Volpe has returned. Hi. Hello! Hi, Karen. Anchoring her chair over there on the other side of the table, we still have Jeffrey Baldinger as well, hey. stand up comic. Hey. Stand up comic and hello. historian and what a man about that. Yeah. Uh, you're probably wondering why. In that order. You're probably wondering, however, why I have you all in the basement. Well, yeah, why are we here? Well, we're at 100 movie that. showcasts now, and that <laughs> here at the Admirals Club, you know, that that that's. Alone, we have 100 shows. I mean, it should be noted for the record that if you hit our iTunes page, you can also check out all 23 podcasts we did at the Toad Hop Network before this, plus mm -hmm. 63 videos we've made before that, wow. and head on over to YouTube for clips from the 18 live shows we did. Mm. There's a lot going on. There's Ooh. lots to mull over. And, and look, I've watched sitcoms. So, <laughs> okay, but what, what exactly does that mean, Paul? Yeah. I've, watched I've watched sitcoms. Yes, it's a very special movie showcast. And whether it's one day at a time or Alice or whatever, it's not until the cast is locked in the basement that they can reflect on past shows and play clips. Oh. So here we are in the basement where you can look back on 100 episodes of the movie showcast. So what do we do now? It's pretty easy, Bart. You just start reflecting and a clip will present itself. Oh, okay. You see? So that's all it takes. Uh, here, let me, let me try that for example. Okay. Um, hey, remember that time we thought Snowpiercer was a Bond villain? Now, no doubt this is all the work of the evil Dr. Snowpiercer and his gun that fires recent Disney hits. Snowpiercer, you say? Snowpiercer? No! <laughs> Manella to do this. It's actually Shirley Bassey. Such a cold piazza. This makes me happy. Driving round the future at a Maya Rudolph. I mean, Angelou? How do you know your I do remember that. Yeah. So Karen, you may not. I remember I that too. It was weird. I remember, <laughs> yeah. I was weird that I remember that also. I was in that yeah. with you guys. When I hear that, I Magic think of a, yeah. when I hear that, I think of a very sad trailer in the middle of Sonora. 
Uh, yes. yes. When Karen was All not in the Admiral's Play Club. Play the flashback sound for her sad trailer in Sonora. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, let's not go to a clip of that. Oh, no, yeah. no, don't go to a clip. Karen wouldn't want that. It would be not our piazza. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it would yeah, be. It was Jill Benjamin sitting in yeah. the comment. Oh, that's right. Uh, with, yeah. uh, in the Karen chair when Karen was doing a show up north. She brought her own wine. I love that Jill Benjamin. So did the Boubet sister. Yeah. More, the boobets. Two bottles. Two, <laughs> two boobets. <laughs> we need more women bringing wine to the studio. <laughs> See, Paul, I think it's weird you think you just lock us in the basement here. All of a sudden, we're just going to flash back to things. We're just going to all of a sudden have memories. Oh, do you remember that time, though, that we had uh, we had all these impersonators in our show in the last year? No, really? Like Ross Marquand? Uh, yeah. In this uh, movie, we've got a lot of great twists and turns. And <laughs> there might be some carbonite. I don't know. Anyway, the point is, there's a guy named Boba Fett or something. It's uh, anyway, you'll like it, I guess. Have a fun time. <laughs> that, uh, that of course was Ross's Harrison Ford. But you, you may remember he also did. Might not try to explain this right. Michael Caine telling Brad Pitt to take it easy on how many kids he's having. Yeah. No, it's, as Batman. It's like oh, as Arthur. He's it's Arthur. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, uh, Alfred. Alfred, sorry. As, uh, as, uh, but Brad Pitt is Batman. Yes. Do you, Alfred, talking to Brad Pitt oh, as uh, Batman? <laughs> yes. So, Master, Master Brad, you have to stop having so many babies. You've got eighteen already. I feel like that's enough. I don't think you need any more. Yeah, but listen, Angie thinks they're cute, and honestly, I think they're cute too. I don't know all their names, but man. Let's just keep doing it, right? I mean, like, worst comes to worst, we'll give the babies away, we'll do a potluck convention, we'll, like, give them all out, whatever. We'll do, like, a silent auction, yeah? Right. Right. It's a killer Brad. He looks like him, too, when he does. Then we had, oh, John D. Domenico was on. Do we need the harp to remember back to him? I remember that. No, I'll just cover it. Oh, I remember that. Donald, Donald Trump Donald Trump is here to buy and brand the movie guys. You know, there's nothing bigger, there's nothing huger, there's nothing more spectacular than movies. And you guys have caught in the market on talking about movies and wasting two hours a week. I want to buy this show. It seems like two hours. What the hell, Trump? He's the asshole I thought he was. Yeah, even the compliments come across a little biting. God, he's awesome. <laughs> then who else do you remember coming in here? Perhaps Melissa oh, Villasenor? Yeah, I, I remember Melissa. I remember it as though it were three weeks ago. The planet calls on an all-new team of heroes. Um, Loki, those pants are so tight, I can make your dick out. <laughs> <laughs> the all-new, all-different, all-female Avengers. Featuring Sarah Silverman as Tanya Stark, the genius inventor, also known as Iron Woman. Okay, it it is hot as balls in this suit, and it smells like Tony Stark's Grendel cheese. I thought I was getting a new suit. <laughs> Imagine if the, that's all the Avengers talked about, they just bitched all the time about their appearance and everything. That'd be a great show. She also had Barbara Walters as Jarvis, which I thought was a good addition to that. Yeah. <laughs> we had some mini impersonations, too, here. I don't know if you remember Jamie Kennedy's uh, uh, Christian Bale Batman. Oh, oh, this was, was great. great. But doing the Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> Not something you hear. No. Batman say so all the time. Funny. Oh, Batman so doing funny. the SpongeBob theme song. Mm. Interrogating himself. Yes. <laughs> have you... 
have you had Jamie stop by? You said you haven't had. I have not had Jamie stop by. Is he doing stand up so much anymore? Yeah. I follow him on Periscope. Oh, just watched him. He was just in Alaska doing stand up. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, we had him on here for a movie, and you never know if he's still out there doing that. He didn't have a show. He was just in Alaska doing stand up. Just hanging out in Alaska. Oh, then, of course, we had Ike Barinholtz doing George Lucas. Of course. Read the copy. Go the fuck home. You're part of the Star Wars universe. Shut the fuck up. Suck my dick. Fuck my fat neck. <laughs> I'm sure that's how he wants to be remembered. I just, just want to fuck my fat neck t-shirt. That's all I want. Fuck <laughs> my fat neck. That's the thing. You know, I don't think you'd be able to wear that t-shirt on a plane. <laughs> and then because he did so many, I couldn't pick... I, 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 I had it. Trouble narrowing it down. When oh, Ted yeah. Raimi was on the ah, show. And he only impersonates directors, he impersonated right? Directors. <laughs> he impersonates directors. He impersonated Michael Curtiz and Curtis. Toby yeah. Hooper. <laughs> and here's his impersonation of James Ivory. Oh, my God. Merchant Ivory uh, <laughs> Films director. How disappointing. Now, uh, now listen, here's how we're going to make these goddamn <laughs> British pictures. You see? You come in and you, you bring the them funny tea. little accent. You bring them to you, whatever the fuck uh, you British people do. Speak with that funny little way, and then we'll shoot the damn... And I mean, then no, just you know. uh, put in your head that you're going to die by 35. Because <laughs> Ivory, this is what I learned on the show, because we learn every once in a while, is American. Even though those movies are all super oh, British and yeah. taking place in Much India like or whatever. Much like everybody assumes Kubrick is uh, is com- like a British or French yeah. or something. You know like what uh, Stanley Kubrick's favorite movie was? No. White Men Can't Jump. What? Yeah, he said it. Favorite? Favorite. That's he said it in an interview. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. He must have said it, and he said it in a, a Brooklyn accent. Then I would. <laughs> my follow-up question would be, well, what one's inspired you? Because it was in '94 that you were like, I got to make Eyes Wide Shut. Okay, this favorite it is. That's actually what it inspired Eyes Wide Shut. Is white men can't jump. I love that. Well, he had. Eight See, years. I get we're learning something else. Uh-huh. I would have. Yeah, I would have lobbied for his Roy Scheider. Oh, no, no, I no, forgot no, no, yeah, no, no, There's too many. Yeah, that was a yeah. racist no, Michael no, Curtiz no, is my no, favorite. No. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, I just remembered something. I don't know if you guys recall this, uh, but this is something that's always kind of like stuck in my head. Remember when we used to read the cast lists of movies over the music of the NFL films? Yes. No, I don't. Oh. I remembered it. I remember it like it was Ender's Game. Oh, that's right. Your Ender's Game starting a lineup. Asa Butterfield. Gavin Hood. Ben Kingsley. Harrison Ford. Steve Jablonski. Karen, you want to do it? Okay. Viola Davis. <laughs> That's the greatest all right, music now, of all time, right? I, rem- I remember doing that and feeling kind of like a transvestite when I did it. But I got to tell you, nobody... Nobody, I defy you. Remember back when Brian Doyle, well, it wasn't even Brian Doyle Murray, it was Murray. Joel Doyle Murray. Joe Doyle Murray. (laughs) Joel Murray was on, and he not only read according to, like we just did with the NFL theme song, but he did Brian Doyle Murray reading the NFL. I do remember that. Remember that? He combined the impersonation and the NFL music. Yes, it was crazy. Two things we love. Ah, there it is, there it is. Yeah. Not now I remember. The 85 Bears. <laughs> the greatest one year dynasty ever to attack football. That's really good, right? Richard That's Dent. Really good. Super Bowl MVP. The day had never gotten any better. The punky QB. Jim McMahon, good friend, good drinker, good golfer. Great guy to hang around actually, quite frankly. <clears throat> Matt Sui, back 
when there was a fullback. And the unstoppable, inspirational Walter Payton. Now, there's so. an impersonation that nobody does that is so obvious in retrospect. Why wouldn't someone do Why Boyan Doyle? Now, of course, yeah. he's related to the man. Uh, he also does a great Bill Murray, which I never hear, hear anybody do. To. Of course, yeah. he aces that, much like any of us would ace a relative or a brother. Right. Or <laughs> oh, my, my Scott Preston is killer. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yelling Wait a at minute. His kids. Doesn't uh, Bart have an aunt, Jemiah? Oh, I do name? my Grandma Smith. Grandma Smith. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'll Dead assume on. you nailed it. Dead yeah. on. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> hey, remember that time we had enough uh, of the... Uh, we had enough of the way people were acting in horror movies and created a trailer for a movie with practical thinkers in the lead and we called it The Pragmatics? Mm -hmm. I do. Oh, now I do. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh. Every day, families move into haunted houses determined to overcome the odds. This is a split level with lots of space and a wonderful backyard for the kids. The only thing, some people say it's haunted. But the forces of nature didn't know who they were messing with when they haunted the pragmatics. Hey, then let's not buy or live in this house. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. The pragmatics are looking for a house, but to find it, they'll have to battle the forces of hell. Mr. and Mrs. Pragmatic, I've lived in the neighborhood for several years, and your house is definitely the most beautiful. But I have to tell you, the previous tenants said sometimes they heard screams coming from the basement. Okay, we'll just fill it with cement and move out of the house. Go back and listen to those episodes, man. Oh my god, that's a great one. What movie was that for? Uh, the Conjuring, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah go look for The Conjuring episode. And then that ended up being a good <laughs> film. Oh, yeah, yeah that's so a great... So it ended up being oh, a good horror movie. We're absolutely. goofing on the, the genre, but that was Oh, actually, I got to say, real briefly, there is also a movie called uh, uh, Insidious, where... Or, or is it? Yeah, I think it's Insidious, where they move into a house, something crazy happens, and then they just leave. And oh. they go to another... It's awesome! Yeah, it's really great. That's yeah, it's, <laughs> As they should. It's actually, I was like, oh, my God, it's the pragmatics. They're like, okay, let's leave. <laughs> <laughs> but then, the only but then, but then it turns this. out like the kid is haunted or something. Yeah, so they yeah. go to another place, but it's still haunted. Yeah. So it's kind of a cool premise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not the only horror film that oh, we're That's weird. Right? Let's. Uh, Not the only horror film? Let's, oh, let's oh, go oh, away. Wait, let's go wait. away from here. <laughs> but, I, but, but uh, well, yeah, there was other horror movies. Paul, Paul, uh, Paul good point. There were other horror yeah. movies. In fact, I, I believe I remember the time we called out the movie Ouija because the trailer, you know, sounded like a fart. Hmm. You remember oh, that? Do you have a very childish memory? I do have uh, a very childish I think, memory. I think you have to here. The trailer, another in a long line of noisy, noisy trailers, uh, does go beyond mo most uh, noisy trailers in that it farts. <laughs> think I'm wrong? Listen. I swear Debbie died. I don't think this is a good idea. Excuse me. Sorry. We've gathered, Too much fruit crew. before this session. Near, we call to you. <laughs> anyway, it goes on. Listen. <laughs> this is where Debbie died. I don't think this is a good idea. As <laughs> friends we've gathered, hearts are true. Spirits near, we call to you. <laughs> Farts. All right, that's one. Always oh. funny. Always, always, always. Oh, what is wrong? What is? Why is that? <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad that's one of those sound effects that didn't catch on, though. It's not another bong or a da 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 da. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's just a fart. It's just a nice old fart. Yeah, I think <laughs> nice we enhanced those juicy the second fart. play of it. Yeah. Oh, Maybe yeah. we did. Well, I don't know if anyone else. Uh, There's no way to find out for sure. There's no way to know. <laughs> There's no way to know. One of, one, of these, uh, one of these things that uh, always sticks with me is I don't know if you recall the time that we brought up on the show um, the movie Lee Daniels, The Butler. And we had a guest on. His name was Dave Rosowski. And yeah. the man just lost his shit. Did he? What? I want to hear this movie that you were. Yeah, yeah, oh, you my were going oh, my God. That angered you. That oh about what you took God. away your nine-year-old boner. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, Lee Daniels, the butler. Can I swear on the show? Yes, yep. That movie can go fuck itself. <laughs> <laughs> that movie. Fuck that fucking movie. You hear that, Oprah? Fuck that movie. Fuck that movie and fuck anybody who goes and cheers at the end of that motherfucking movie. Oh. Fuck, uh, it got me so angry. It was such a bunch. It was such a bunch of pablum and it was manipulative. And it was like any time, like any time any actor has to age, Forget about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, in Mr. Yeah. Like, I kind of don't know when. He's, I mean, he goes on. Goes on. <laughs> we, we, we can remember other things. Yeah, we this. remember other things while they're still going on. Yeah. You know, I also. A beautiful mind. Beautiful yeah, mind. They put a <laughs> shitty the worst <laughs> Why don't you just continue him for a while? I remember we had Glenn Morshower on, and I found that man fascinating. He has such a great energy, and he's so smart, and he's just really very inspiring. And not only did he. To inspire me, but he taught me. He taught me how to speak Texan. Remember when he was teaching us how to count to ten as a Texan? I think I remember this lesson, but not quite. Oh, now I do. Just repeat after <laughs> me, okay? Get a loose jaw going. Here we go. You ready? Just repeat no after me. There. Just say one, one, two, two. two. No, you got to stick your neck two. out and look a whole lot more stupid than that. It goes like this. Watch it. Two, two, two. That was good. Three. Three. Next one rhymes with lawn mower. It's pronounced <laughs> four. Four. Two <laughs> syllables. Four. Four. Back of the throat. Five. 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 Whistle on your S. Six. 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 Next one spelled S E B M. There is no V, and it's pronounced seven. Seven. Back of the throat. Eight. Eight. Nine. Nine. The next one's also two syllables. It's not. Ten, but rather ten. Ten, which rhymes with Glenn. Glenn. Uh, so you brought that around. That's great. That's twenty-four. Is Aaron Pierce? You ever watched the twenty-four? Yeah, yeah Glenn. Yeah, but I've seen Transformers one and three. There you go. Yeah. General Moorshower. And if you've ever ridden on the Transformers ride at Universal, he oh, welcomes that's so you cool. through Lovely. the Q line. Uh, remember when we had the Walking Dead's Lou Temple in yes, the Admirals Club? Oh man, and we Who's had him, the man. Oh, we had him audition for that disaster movie, Into the Storm. <laughs> so funny. You remember Into the Storm? I think he got the yeah. part. I you do? do? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. He had to play against the sound effects, right? Yeah. I think it went a little something like this. Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre. Which Lou is in? <laughs> the the original. I'll, uh, I I was the original um, Sheriff Hoyt who already uh, took my identity. The original. Uh, <gasps> Identity theft uh, by blowing off my head, taking my sheriff's uniform, and and, and moving yeah, on. Has anybody so, seen that at the beginning? No one saw that one. But Jonathan Leedsman <laughs> no, did direct it. Uh, Jordana Brewster was in it, and Brad Form, mm. the producer, married her. All right, I'm, do it for I'm excited to see how to do this. All right. Yeah. Man told me you could bring a horse to orgasm <laughs> just by using these two fingers. Whoa. Shit, I'd like to meet the fella that invented that. <laughs> Shake his hand. I don't know why you're staying around this old town. There ain't much going on. Hell, I'm moving to Michigan. 
They got work up there. <laughs> Shit, Marie. There it is. You stay here. I'll let you know if I need you. Uh, I saw the wow. store. He did. Uh, he did lines from Texas Chainsaw Massacre: yeah. The Remake that he still had memorized. He still, yeah. Well, wow. how could you forget Over that? Over sound effects forget from that. Into the Storm. Getting a that. horse off with two fingers. You can't forget that. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we have one last remembrance. Well, now, do you remember the time? <laughs> if, I, if I may, if I may, uh, pimp, jog I, your memory. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm just. There's putting, one I'm, more thing you I'm remember. I'm thinking there's one thing we might remember. Well, well and, and you know, you saying that reminded <laughs> me yes. that I had one more memory that I would like to talk about. It was that time. <laughs> yes. I don't know if you guys remember that time, but there was that time that uh, Becca Bateau, uh, Bateau, Becca Bateau, was in studio. Very cute girl, Ugh. and she's the voice of the Fifty Shades of Grave audiobook. And so we had her try and read other books and see if you could read those sexy as well. Oh. It was a premise. Oh, here it is. <laughs> Here we got a little Dr. Seuss's Hop on Pop. Oh, boy. Oh, all right. boy. That brings a whole new meaning to that book. See? You're already, she's already all over it. Have, have added, to it. Let's, let's hear how it goes. All right. Wait, 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 wait a second. Red, red, they call me red. Red bed, I am in bed. Telling you. Red, Ned, Ted, and Ed in bed. Hop, pop. We like to hop. We like to hop on top of pop. Pretty sexy, right? Yeah. 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 Good stuff. That was good stuff. I mean, it's a very sexual book in general. <laughs> I've heard. <Yeah. laughs> well, they leave a lot to the imagination. The words are sparse. Right. On yeah, purpose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there you go. 100 shows. Those wow. are, I mean, that's a small sample. That is a small sample. I wish sample. I had a clip of Jeffrey Baldinger and the Boobay Sisters to play. Yeah. Hey, remember from hey, earlier in the show? Yeah. Yeah. Remember from, yeah. from uh, just a few seconds yeah. ago. Yeah. Hey, you guys the Boobay sisters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I remember that. Oh my God, it's like they're here. Ah. My impressions. Um, very good. Very impressions. Good. But yes, we encourage you to go and check out iTunes because all the archives are on there. And, you know, because, uh, you know, we consider ourselves a comedy show and not so much a movie review show where we go on at length about a movie you might have never seen, the comedy stuff's always worth checking out. So archives are fun with us, I think. And what's cool is, you know, for 100 episodes, all you have to do, iTunes will hold all those episodes only if you pay them. And so, if you'd like to contribute to the movieguys.net, <laughs> also uh, give us another hundred episodes. That is really cool. Nice. Yeah, Good all point. you have to do is pay them, and That's they'll store them. Amazing how that works. All right. Well, Jeffrey had to sit here and listen to a bunch of clips yeah. that had nothing to do with him. So well, I remember, uh, it was weird that I remembered all of them. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna switch yeah. that up now and have some guest time with that. Jeffrey yeah. Baldinger. While, while you're locked in the basement, we figure yeah. we just. Get to know you. Hey, what if while we're in the basement, we just start reflecting and it just becomes like a reverberation? You know, we're remembering huh? stuff from moments yeah. ago. Let's see. Let's try and get that going. <laughs> see if that'll work. I'm hoping that we find a box of old porn. Ooh. Just like in those lost found footage movies. Yeah. Yes. The just like those old found footage movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeffrey, uh, tell us about uh, the history of Flyover Comedy. Three years. Three yeah. years, yeah. It's so uh, cool. pretty crazy that it's been three years. It started May 2012. Um, uh, it was uh, kind of my uh, showcase to become a regular at the improv, the Hollywood improv. Yeah. And I uh, did the show, and it went really well. And it was kind of like they asked me if I wanted to keep it going monthly. And I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's awesome. It just kind of went from show to show. And when I moved out here, I kind of met all these comics that were just kind of like – 
just about to pop. And so, like, when I started the show, I got this, you know, I started having these relationships with, like, Pete Holmes or yes. uh, Neil yes. Brennan or uh, Rory Scoville, these guys, and, and Ian Edwards. And uh, and so the first two shows, those guys, I was like, these are the guys that I know. These are the guys that I want to put on the show. And they're amazing. They're hilarious. Scoville's and, hilarious. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, they're all those guys are just so amazing. And so the first few shows, those are the guys, Chelsea Peretti and Natasha Leggero, um, they would all do my shows early on. And so it started getting a reputation for you know high-quality comedy, and so people started coming out. And uh, I was also able to put on people that maybe wouldn't have normally had a shot at getting on a show because, you know, they don't – it's, it's a hard club to get into. There's not really a, a set way you get into the club. And so – because I was able to showcase this uh, show with a good audience, I was able to put some of my friends up that are hilarious, but maybe wouldn't have a normal shot to get on there. And so it was just like a uh, good reputation and good audience and good comics and just kind of went from there. Once a month, right? Once a, mo- once a month. Uh, third Tuesday of every month. It's very so, helpful to know because I, I, yeah. I've dabbled in stand-up comedy before and... and um, I always like to know how the inner workings of those things go because standing on a sidewalk for four hours and then not being invited in, I've got that down. I've got that. I've got that down. It's yeah. the next step where you get in on stage and actually do stuff. Yeah. So it's it's always good yeah, to hear yeah. from a professional who's done that. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's an interesting uh, transition, and it was uh, it's it's a lot of fun to do. It's uh, I mean performing on that stage with I mean it's a legendary, it's a legendary stage. stage. It's, it's the brick wall, seriously, right? Seriously, like yeah. yeah. The first the very first time I ever performed there was back in 2009, I think. Uh, after my set, it was uh, it wasn't right after I got off stage, but maybe two or three comics after me, Robin Williams popped up oh. on the stage. It was my first time at the club, and it was like. Oh my God! Holy shit! I just shared a stage. I was I was on the same stage that Robin Williams is on right now, yeah. and it was it was incredible. Like it was just one of those moments where it's like, this is a legendary club. This is you know, it's not the original improv. The improv, uh, the original improvisation was in New York, but it's the original Hollywood improv. Yeah. And it was, uh, you know, it's like, it's an amazing. It's amazing that I get to perform there. Was there a stand-up scene? You're from Minnesota, right? From Minnesota, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a huge stand-up yeah. scene. It's uh, one of the best in the country. They oh, wow. Had, um, uh, Acme the... Comedy Club is one of the best clubs yeah, in the I've country. Yeah, I've heard great and, things about uh, Acme. Oh, okay. Yeah. Acme's open mic. Their open mic every Monday night sells out 200 people to watch wow. an open mic. Not all comics waiting to go on. Not all comics. <laughs> it's wow. actual, that is the problem with here, too. It's <laughs> an actual show. To It's it's unbelievable. It's It's amazing, yeah. Uh, cool. Minnesota. I mean, Joe Mandy's from there. Nick Swartzen, uh, Maria Bamford, uh, Louis Anderson, Colton Dunn. Uh, I mean, there's. It's an amazing stand-up scene. People that you maybe haven't heard of are still popping up over there, and it's it's great. And you and you've had you've had so many great drop-ins because I live just down the street from the Improv, yeah, which is cool. And uh, um, I always have to remind myself, like if I get down or something, and inevitably my walking path goes past the Improv, and I'm like, I live right next to the Improv. You know, I grew <laughs> up watching Evening at the Improv or whatever. I'm like, it's not that bad. Whatever, yeah. whatever's going on, walk past the Improv. Like, eh, it's not too bad. But um, you know, uh, so in your show, I've seen Dane Cook drop in. I've seen uh, uh, Dane um, actually did the very first show. He was the first drop, the first surprise guest I ever had was oh, okay. uh, Dane Cook. It was kind of a Nice little. Uh, I must have been at that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was it was pretty cool. Just like uh, kind of a 
Yes, this is a worthy show. <laughs> so, yeah, and the drop-in is like a classic yeah. comedy thing. You never too. know who's yeah. going to show up at the Hollywood Improv. Exactly. This past, in the past six months, Paul McCartney has dropped in at the Improv. Not what? gone on stage, just watched the show. Wow. It was insane. Three times in the past like six months he's I'd come in. I'd love to hear his tight five. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, it's insane. Like, he just, like, uh, the manager there asked him, like, if he wanted to go up like that i mean that takes <laughs> that takes some balls i'll give, I'll give the guy who asked him that balls, but, to to and paul's just, just like oh, i just come here to relax and it's like holy shit paul mccartney's <laughs> coming to the improv to relax oh my god do you have you a know? dream get that you could book norm mcdonald uh, yeah i would mm-hmm. love uh, uh, he's one of my favorite yes. yeah. i saw him at the brea improv right is that what we yeah. saw him? or the irvine irvine i think Irvine, yeah. Norm McDonald, I would. It would be a dream of mine to perform with uh, Norm McDonald. Like, it would be a, amazing. Has everyone got a Norm McDonald? You've got a great Norm McDonald. Paul has one. I we try. Get, yeah, we well, get dueling norms. Hey, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm proud of my gay son. Yeah, that's kind of a weird <laughs> thing to say, right? Yeah, it's like, hey, check out this photo of my son. You know, he's a, he's a he articles over there at a, you know, at the law firm. He graduated third in his class from Harvard. Yeah. And he, Oh, and he sucks cock. Oh, God, can't get enough cock. So proud of him. Sucking and fucking. Oh, he's uh, in his ass, in his mouth, all these. <laughs> Loves cock. What is the one that he's... Uh, um, I don't give a shit what Obama says, but hope is never a good thing. <laughs> hope is never a good thing. <laughs> That's a Carlin thing. That's uh, it's Norm. That's Norm. That's Norm. Yeah. From Carlin. yeah, you're very schooled in, in... I mean, you always give away like a little giveaway, and you're, you always yeah, have like yeah, comedy yeah. albums. Little, you're a big uh, comedy album listener? Yeah, I, lo- I love... It was more like uh, just... Yeah, I, I listened to all that stuff. I, I love discovering comedy. I love... Uh, my parents were more music based so like I discovered a lot of music early so comedy I was kind of discovering on my own just yeah. kind of like looking out Rodney Dangerfield mm-hmm. Andy Kaufman George Carlin you know all these uh, guys from back in the day Mel Brooks you know um, that sort of stuff and so I would my like I love just collecting all their old albums all their old like books biographies autobiographies my favorite book is the Rodney Dangerfield autobiography it's amazing oh, never it's read it. yeah it's uh it ain't easy being me. A story of drugs and no respect and you know stuff, yeah. something like that. And it's uh, it's just amazing. I love. Uh, and so at the end of my show, I try to give back to the comedy <laughs> community, just like yeah, here's where I, everything kind of came from, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, I have the two thousand year old man uh, album in my living room. Yeah. Did <laughs> uh, you? I, did yeah. I get? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it's nice. Uh, Some classic vinyl. Two thousand year old man. <laughs> I got the uh, two thousand year old man in the year two thousand, where him and Carl uh, Reiner are uh, doing it again. Nice. It's uh, they still get together for lunch like every week. It's insane. They're ninety one and eighty nine, I think. I got hand me downs. Wow. I got Newhart. Uh, I got yep. the button-down mind. Button down, yeah. yep. And then I got, for my brother Russell, whom I've slept with, yep. Bill Cosby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, the first, first One of the first uh, tapes I stole from my stepdad was uh, Steve Martin, Let's Get Small. Well, I have that, too. But I bought oh, that. Yeah. Steve yeah. Martin, Let's Get Small. That wasn't a hand-me-down. I bought that. a great that. one. Found that one and said, could I borrow this for the rest of my life? Yeah. <laughs> I still have it. <laughs> it's a great album. Yeah. Very uh, memorized. Let me ask you a question we ask everybody on the show. Yeah. What is your favorite movie of all mm. time? Ghostbusters. 
Nice. You are right. He's the first one. Yeah, he's the first one to answer correctly. <laughs> that is the right. Uh, there might have been another. We've heard that a few times. That is my shows. favorite movie as well. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, my favorite movie. That's I because I because over the years you get asked that question a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, what's your favorite movie or what's your favorite top ten, top five? You know, yeah, yeah. different genres or whatever. And it always kind of went between Ghostbusters and Blues Brothers for me uh, uh-huh. as my you know favorites. But I think overall, Ghostbusters clicks off every check on my list of just like I can watch it anytime it's on you know rewatchability factor yeah, that's... enjoyable factor and just amazing writing amazing acting the whole the whole thing and there just... are no wasted scenes there are no wasted moments and yeah. I also like the way it's directed because you can watch it from a theatrical point of view where you just watch the action and as the actors move they gain focus it's not because Mm -hmm. the camera moves to them that happens as well but the scene when they're um on top of the building and they're dealing with um what's your face gozer Gozer. whenever they're trying to deal with what they're going to do they just keep moving and as each one has a line they're gaining focus and it's just yeah. so and it never cuts away it's a yeah. one shot and 30 it. 40 viewings in Love Karen it. can watch that stuff. oh yeah it's like, that, here's a new thing i can watch your favorite joke from ghostbusters um like, what's your favorite gag like Yes, have some. Line of diet. Yes, have some. <laughs> yes, have some. I, I like whenever he says that would have worked if you hadn't stopped me. <laughs> <laughs> that would have worked if you hadn't stopped me. Yeah. All right, let's get on. Dog. Let's get from the funniest movie of all time, which is it's not my favorite movie of all time, but I think Ghostbusters is my favorite. Going back to classifications, comedy, it's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> um, two. What did you see this week? All right, what did you see this week? Anybody? I was almost pulling out the big giant donut. Yes, Ooh. feel free to pull it out. I'll describe a little thing. Well, that that sounded dirty, didn't it? I saw, out yeah. donut, I saw that this week. Pulling well, out the jig. We have a yummy, giant donut yummy. from Lard Lad Donuts in Springfield at mm. uh, Universal Studios Hollywood. Just opened its uh, Springfield section of the theme park. Donuts. Ooh. Is there anything they can't do? Yeah. <laughs> you can't uh, be unhappy when you have a donut. Last night, I played um, VP of Marketing for the Springfield Nuclear Power Plant, Bob Fleming, uh, <laughs> and I introduced uh, the president and chief operating officer of Universal, Larry Kurzweil, and Al Jean, executive producer of The Wow. wow. And they both spoke at this opening of uh, Springfield. And it was very cool. And while you're cutting this donut yes. up, because it's huge, it's a it's, super Homer-sized donut. It's, it's pie-sized. Yeah, it's cool. Lard Lad. It is a cake-sized donut. Lard Lad it's has so s'mores yummy. donuts. It has like donuts with like Captain Crunch on them. It's oh got donuts God. with uh, um, cocoa what puffs a, on them. What a thing The Simpsons Amazing. is! Amazing. Yeah. You know what a whole thing. Yeah. Well, it's got a whole universe. Twenty-six a whole seasons world. with two more to come. They just yeah. renewed. Yeah. But anyway, this is what Al Jean had to say. I thought it was pretty entertaining. It is my pleasure to bring you the following message from Springfield and Universal Studios. Don't look at Harry Potter. It's not finished. It's not finished. It's a big advantage. We are here at the hard opening of Springfield, so designated because of the hardness of the churros that have been here since 8 a.m. Contrary to rumor, Matt Graney is with us in the Shrek costume. He wears in public so as not to be bothered. I want to seriously say as a writer what an electric thrill it is to see straight thoughts you had 25 years ago come to life and sell for nine dollars. <laughs> Enjoy a duff or a flaming mo, have a chicken thumb at Cletus's shack, and feel, a ra- you, and feel you are actually in the wonderful fictional world we've enjoyed since 1987. 
I'd like to thank Universal, Jim Brooks, Matt Graining, uh, my friend and mentor, the late Sam Simon, and finally, please, please buy merchandise. As much as fits in a very large bag. That's all we ask. Thank you. Does he not do any of the voices? No. God, he sounds like uh, uh, Krusty, Krusty the Clown. Krusty, he sounds like Krusty. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, Krusty and Homer were supposed to be the same person initially. That was Matt's, uh, Matt Groening's oh. idea to the have. Same voice? The, no, the same person. Like, Homer was supposed to be Krusty. Oh, oh Also, and, like, the thing was because Bart hated Homer but loved Krusty. It's the same thing. So, like, you can tell because they kind of look alike. Hmm. Uh, but then it got too compl- too convoluted, so he just made them different people. Huh. So, like, Homer would play that for the children's show? Yeah, like, he mm-hmm. like so Homer and Krusty would never be in the same place at the oh, same time, okay. and, like, oh. that sort of thing, and it was going to be this twist, but it got way too convoluted, and it was just, so they made them two separate people. It is crazy when you look back on a very early episodes of The Simpsons, there was one where the whole town is chasing people with torches, and I just, I guess I always thought over the years, like, since there's so many people in Springfield, and they're so diverse, and there's all these great characters that can come mm-hmm. around, they're all there, like, early on. They had all those characters yeah. already. It's like, jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, You're right. They never added, basically, a new character to that ensemble at all. They've all, that whole town's well, all think, always been there. You think about it, and do you think that they, you know, they had those characters thought out, or are they just drawing characters, and then they're like, oh, let's yeah. use this character for this thing. I mean, you there's, I mean? like, the bar characters, the school characters. I mean, they had all their environments, you know, and, right. all the, and they filled all those out so that everything had a whole... But each character is like epic. There's uh, a restaurant impressive. named after Cletus the Slack Jawed Yokel up at the University. <laughs> oh. It's Cletus's Chicken Shack. Will they ever run out of Bort license plates? Bort. But my son's name's Bort. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, my son is also named Bort. <laughs> they got a Quickie Mart now at the Cletus's Chicken Shack, Krusty Burger, Moe's, a Duff Beer Garden, oh. uh, Lard Lad Donuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Phineas. was a really good donut, that by the way. Really good. That yeah. was, that was really pretty good. Take out another so piece there if you want for everybody. Uh, Phineas Q Butterfats Ice Cream Parlor <laughs> and Bumblebee Man's Taco Truck. So it's oh, and by the way, the Bumblebee Tacos, uh, Paul and I went last night and everything was free. So, of course, you go get the $8 taco because $8 yeah, taco, sure. right? Yeah. That I ate too. It was delicious. <laughs> it was really great. Very good taco. $8? Oh, it, it might be worth it. It was so good. That's Me, meat, cheese, beans in a shell. It's eight eight dollars. A little onion. Okay, that's yeah. a pretty good. Well, the onion. Thank you, <laughs> yeah. thank you, Adam. If you're in a theme park, you'll go. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> here you're having trouble yeah, with that. I speak Pulp Fiction. I get it. Uh, so that's not really a movie though. What I, I want to tell talk about one movie real quick that I did see called Good Kill. Good Kill. Uh, the newest from Andrew Nichol. Good name. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it's what you yeah. say when you successfully. Uh, target someone with a drone strike. Oh, this is a good movie. It's a good war movie. The kind you could make Mm -hmm. because it all takes place in a in a (laughs) uh, Air Force base. What they are now calling the Chair Force because there's so many drone guys out there. That was a phrase that stuck with me from that movie. Um, Chair Force one. Ethan Hawke used to be a Maverick type guy (laughs) in Top Gun flying around. That now he's stuck behind this computer with a joystick targeting folks in Iraq and Afghanistan and Yemen, and he's just going nuts. Like he can't handle it uh and you know it's a different type of war but it's still the same cost he's got this you know it's like a hey the great thing is you get to go home to vegas you know the closest city and have your home life but he brings all this shit home with him and it just uh doesn't go well and, and ethan hawk is really good as he as he just kind of is lately yeah like everything he does is really good yeah, yeah. he's you in know? a new thing he's in a new stride yeah well he, he grew never into went, his face he never went like blockbuster route you know he just uh played 
He's a Paxton. You could throw him in one of these things. He's not going to, yeah. you know, he's going to throw in a solid performance, but he's not so big that he's cost prohibitive to put in a movie mm-hmm. and get a solid thing in your what might be a special like effects movie or whatever. He raises or falls to the script. Yeah. If it's a good script, he'll be good in it. He'll be like solid. He'll be yeah. great. But if the it's choice. a bad script, it, you know, he'll be. Whatever. But He'll the choice director the is always interesting. Yeah. You know, he won't be like doing the new McG movie anytime right. soon. Yeah. Sinister was another movie from the Insidious and you know, conjuring and those that production. The Blumhouse. Blumhouse. Yeah, yeah, Blumhouse. Really good too. I mean, really cool. And it, and that movie is just mostly him. It's him in a room watching because he, he finds footage, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering when somebody was gonna find footage. That's mm. the most haunted of the found footage because right. it's actual like a lot of found footage movie, you're watching what was found footage, but you don't see them find it or watch it but in, in Sinister you do he finds it he watches it and the footage is haunted and messes with him <laughs> <laughs> now uh, this is going to be a limited release going up the opening the same day as Mad Max and, um, and whatever so good okay. kill try and find it right. uh, but it's yeah. out there it was, it was good I watched, claustrophobic. Um, I watched Blue Streak the other Blue day. Streak is that Martin the one Lawrence with the helicopter with, uh, and the <laughs> Roy Scheider oh no I'll yeah, yeah you're, you're close <laughs> I think that was the prequel um, no it was with Martin oh, Lawrence Martin and Lawrence, uh, yeah. Luke Wilson yeah yeah. It was a good movie. It's a while back, right? Yeah. That was a while it's ago. Kind of early. Yeah. Is that where he pretends to be a cop? Uh, yeah. yeah. Get a Diamond. It's uh, one of Dave Chappelle's early uh, early roles also. Is that a remake or am I thinking of Mean Streak with Richard Pryor? I think you're thinking That's of Silver Streak. Silver Streak. Silver Streak. Silver Streak. Silver streak. Yeah. There we go. A lot of colors of streaks out there in movies. A lot of streaks. <laughs> yes. So I watched that the other day. That's good. That's early Chappelle. Is there any late Chappelle? What's the last no. time he acted? <laughs> the last time being... that he acted, yeah. Is it Con Air? I mean, I mean <laughs> after the show, there stopped being Chappelle because he he did that uh, Dave Chappelle's Block Party, and that's the last. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the, the last, last main thing. That's yeah. the last main thing. Oh, well, he's got a new special coming out. Um, he recorded those shows at uh, Radio City Music Hall. Yeah, uh, that's gonna come out. Hmm. Uh, How crazy would it be, Jeffrey, if you were doing your show and he just popped in? Well, he almost did. Right? Whoa. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking the door was about. locked. He kept did. going. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Somebody yeah. pushed a chair up against him. He was like, "Oh, oh I, guess, no. I guess they're closed." McCartney right. flipped him off. Yeah. He moved on. <laughs> oh yeah, he was uh, he was in town during my birthday show in March, uh, and he was gonna come. Like he was like, "How late?" You know, through a representative, he was uh-huh. like, "How late is the show gonna go?" And uh, I was like, uh, "Usually till midnight, but we can be later yeah. if you want to." You know. <laughs> And he's like, "All right, all right. Uh, we'll. I'm still packing up. We'll see how things going. Get the last comic on stage." And I was, I texted. I was like, "Hey, so uh, what? What is it looking like?" And uh, the representative was just like, "Nah, not not gonna happen today." But. Uh, maybe some other time. It's like, all right, cool. all right, some That'd other time. Cool. I admire him more than most comedians because he moved back to Yellow Springs, Ohio. I think that <laughs> is cool. Just like, eh, yeah, I'm gonna go back to Ohio. <laughs> you watch his uh, Inside the Actors Studio uh, no. thing. Oh, it's so good, it's so good. That's uh, I think he said that farm in Ohio is his fuck you to Hollywood. House. Yeah, like he just. That's cool. Buy it as soon as you could. I yeah. have I have driven through Yellow Springs and there is one place with a whole lot more fence than the rest of them and a whole lot newer fence and a nice house. I assume that's his. That could be know. his fence. Yeah, yeah. I that's think that's nice. his fence. <laughs> Anybody else see anything? I oh, go ahead. no no. Uh, what uh, happened on TBS? Uh, no, well, both <laughs> TNT and TBS uh, are out of commission because the Cavs are in the playoffs. So I'm oh. living through living through quite a bit of angst this this whole oh. next couple of weeks. Sorry. Yeah. So I've got nothing other than heartache coming. I started watching Bloodline, but that's not really a movie. 
a Hellraiser so bloodline. Yeah. Now that's the seventh one, right? <laughs> right. Okay. So far, it's a six-hour movie. Oh, yeah. it's so good. Destined to be a thirteen-hour movie. The friend of the show, Glenn Morshauer, oh, told us right. to watch it. So Paul and I started, and I think this next episode, Glenn will make an appearance. You do not Ooh. have to do everything Glenn Morshauer <laughs> tells you. I do everything Glenn hey, tells me. He's got uh, a way about him. Like, like we said, Tom Cruise. I don't know. Spend an hour in the, the in the presence of Glenn Morshauer. I felt like that was a, a, a you know two-week cleanse. Right? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I was in. All right. Well, let's uh, wrap up the show with a bang and blow the doors off the cellar. Maybe I'll unlock you guys. Oh, uh, thank you. Right. With Karen's <laughs> weekly celebration of the birthdays of those who make the movies, it's time for Karen's birthdays. Let's start off our week of birthdays by wishing a very happy birthday to friend of the show, David Krumholtz. Oh, hey, Dave. Oh, yeah. happy, yeah. Birthday. happy birthday. Happy David. birthday, Dave. He's exploding. <laughs> he's turned 36 but can play anywhere from a schizophrenic to a mathematical genius. Ooh. You may remember David's appearance here on The Movie Guys when he was joined by Thomas Beatty promoting their film The Big Ask. Now, we are all familiar with The Movie Guys' bump. Well, within a year of its appearance, <laughs> IFC has given David a serious order for Gigi's Bucket List. It features Krumholtz in drag playing Gertrude Gigi Rothblum. Remember we played that? Yes. So she was doing the weather, I believe, at the time. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yes. So- She's a newly widowed Yenta who discovers her husband has a secret bank account. The new find wealth inspires her to live her life to the fullest with her male nurse sidekick. <laughs> and of course... David Krumholtz will be in drag playing Gigi. Won't that be lovely? Yes, I saw that uh, on the interwebs and he got picked up. And he's, he's in all sorts of stuff lately. He's been mm-hmm. in episodes of uh, Good Wife and... Uh, yeah, he's in The Judge. His he's, IMDb is on fire. He's TV's Dave, David Krumholtz. He's David Krumholtz. And so, Jeffrey, you can get inspired by that, too, because the movie guy's bump is a real thing. Oh, yeah. You're, okay. you're about to take off, man. It's going to go crazy. Here comes Chappelle. <laughs> I was in the movie Her. I was, I was, oh. There you go. Her? 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 Who? Her? Next up, let's oh. wish a very happy birthday to Stephen Colbert, who turns 50. Oh. Happy birthday, uh, Steve. Happy birthday, Stephen. But he can play anywhere from Steve Carell's understudy to David Letterman's replacement. According to IMDb, Mr. Carver teaches Sunday school every weekend at his church, in which he teaches his own specific store of salvation and has the children learn spiritual songs. I'm not a big churchy person, what? but I would go to that. But is he doing it seriously? I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, every weekend, yeah. teach it to the Sunday school. That's... Oh. Yeah, he's very, he's very he's devout, very right? He's very devout. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. This, is yes. a, this is not his own religion. No, no, no. Oh, he I thought he started his like, school. But he, he teaches his own, his own right specific story of salvation. It's called Catholicism. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know if he started it, but <laughs> hey. I don't think he did. But <laughs> Colbericism. Somebody similar, I think. Somebody. Now, when you said his own specific, I'm like, this guy's well, starting a whole Scientology. He's like, there's a Jesus there's report. an opening in that. Uh, <laughs> in the maybe industry. maybe he does it from the point of view of Jesus isn't really playing himself, but he's sort of a heightened <laughs> version a of himself. <laughs> yeah, not really him. So uh, you have to uh, shell up. Uh, Shout out uh, suggestions to him during his sermon. Right. You're like, give me a location. Yeah, give me a Bowling <laughs> alley. Occupation. The cross. All right. I've heard that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bart, you know how much I love to tell you about fun facts. I almost yes. live entirely on fun facts. <laughs> if the fact is not fun, I don't even consider it to be truthful. Well, this one is sort of fun okay. and sort of amazing. While doing a genealogy research, Stephen Colbert discovered that his ancestors, the ancestors, get this, of his wife, so his wife's ancestors, we're responsible for chasing his ancestors, <laughs> the Colbert family, off their land in Ireland. 
That's funny. That was far be- you know, for- before they, they met each other. And as a matter of fact, they didn't meet until they were in their 20s. Uh, apparently, they even went to the same summer camp, and they only lived a couple blocks away from each other. Now, when they say chased off the land, like just uh, like somebody's softball landed on the front yard, <laughs> and like, hey, get out of here. I think they went get in with- Get out of here, you whippersnappers. <laughs> That's what happens over there, you know? Like, I- that, like St. Patrick with the snakes, they're just chasing shit they off were chasing my land. Him. They had a big pitchfork, kind of yeah, like in The like Simpsons. A roving mob of- uh, And they mobbed him, uh, and they said, get off. We've off. given mob a bad name. <laughs> And it also turns out that his wife doesn't really care for his alter ego and his on-air personality. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, I Good, do... because he brings it to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I leave I, work at work. I do have a little game for you guys. Okay. I'm going to tell you the name of a movie, and I want you to tell me whether or not Mr. Colbert actually appeared in the movie. Because really? you would think, you know, we know he's um, been on a ton of television shows. But he's been in a bunch of movies as well, so... I don't know if I knew any of this. Go ahead. I know. It's going to be very exciting. All right. So the first one's easy. Strangers with Candy. Has he? Was he in it? Yes or no? I'm yes. Say yes. He was tight with... Uh, Amy Sedaris. Sedaris, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm, very good. Yeah. How about... All Second City main stage together. That's right. They met whenever she convinced him to do mm-hmm. that. It turns out that Mr. Colbert was a serious actor. He even grew a beard. And it drew... Uh, ding, drove... ding, 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 <laughs> exactly. ding, ding, ding. Drove Amy crazy. And she's like, shave the beard and be funny. Already. Uh, how about the love guru? Yes. You're right. Jeffrey is right. The wow. love guru. Does that how- mean you've seen it? No. But <laughs> yeah, 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 I was going to say. It's how about it, right? <laughs> monsters versus aliens? Yes. Oh, you're yeah. good. For, uh, yeah, for voiceover, nice. I'd, I'd take be. a shot at that. That's a how about the Croods? Right? He was the president. In the Croods? Was he? Yeah. The Croods. Remember that? Oh, the Croods. The one Croods. that we yeah. talked all about it. I'm going to say no because you went back to back in anime. All right. In that case, how about Rio? Two. I'm gonna say no. Anybody else? I'll say no because yeah, you're trying you're to You're right now. There we go. <laughs> How about Mr. Peabody and Sherman? Wow. He's done a Man, ton of animation. The dream works. No, he wasn't. A ton wasn't of that. animation. He was not. He was not I don't think so. Wait, the uh, what, what's the live action one I'm thinking about? Rocky uh, and Bullwinkle? No, wasn't there a live action <laughs> with an animated, animated dog? Uh, with real people in an animated dog? Scooby Doo? <laughs> oh, underdog. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Jason Lee. Okay. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was in Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Uh, How about The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers? Yes. I'm going to say yes because he loves those movies, and he had to be stuck in one of them. If it's not the second one, it's the third one. So this <laughs> yeah, is where you're really trying lobbied, to get yeah. He lobbied to get lobbied hard to get it. No, I think he, is. he wasn't in that movie. It's not The Two yeah. Towers. How about The Hobbit, The Desolation uh, of Smile? Uh, yeah, there Trick yeah. question. Ah, it's a jerk. I have to, to trick you guys. Well, you guys sure. are too smart. We're smart. We're movie guys. You're movie guys. Movie and, guys. <laughs> and lastly, let's wish a very happy birthday to one of my boyfriends, Mr. Steve Winwood. Happy birthday, Steve. Love him. Who turns 67, <laughs> but awesome. he can play anywhere from a guitar to a violin. The man can play mm-hmm. everything. Plays my heart. Mm, oh, the heartstrings. <laughs> Lee, you know how much I love hearing celebrities sing? It's true. People are always yes. approaching me. You tell f- me two interesting things about Karen. What? And the first one I tell them is she wears fake eyelashes, <laughs> but it's the short ones that are fake. <laughs> Thank you. And she loves to listen to celebrities sing. I yeah. do, and I love to listen to celebrities sing songs from some of my favorite movies like Notting Hill. So, we all know that Give Me Some Lovin' was from the Blues Brothers, but here in mm. Notting Hill and Rush, Mr. Winwood actually sings his own song. So let's listen to a little Give Me Some Lovin' by Mr. Steve And that's the Winwood. Ron Howard Rush, not the Jason Patrick Yes, the most Rush. recent oh. one. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Not the band Rush. <laughs> Although I'd hear that Stevie Winwood play uh, yeah, Tom Sawyer. Could do that. That'd be great. <laughs> That's a great song. Ah, 
WNBC. All right, that wraps another movie showcast, everybody. WNBC. This is great. Together we are the movie guys. Individually we are. Mark Thank you for uh, following us. Hopefully many of you have uh, followed us through many of these shows we've, that we've done. A hundred of them up to now, and we're, we'll do the next hundred. Right? Sure. Yeah, sure it. They we keep can't get out movies. of the... We've locked ourselves in the basement. As long as yeah. we can get guests to say their favorite movie right it's away. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. You're right. Ghostbusters. Thanks you can follow us on up. Twitter at The Movie Guys for daily jokes and links. Also, Facebook.com slash The Movie Guys, as well as iTunes, as we've mentioned a number of times. Vimeo, which we've mentioned. YouTube, Funny or Die, SoundCloud, Vine, Instagram, LinkedIn, all that shit. Thanks to Jeffrey Baldinger. Yay! That show is May 19th. May 19th. 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. At the Hollywood Improv. Improv. With, oh, we didn't even mention, Sklar Brothers. Uh, Sklar Brothers, Ali Wong, and Steve Byrne are the announced guests. Surprises will be there. Surprises. Surprise drop-ins. And the Boubay sisters. They've gone off uh, into their bus or whatever. There's a tour. Jeffrey Baldinger and the Boubay sisters. That would be quite a tour. I would love to be on that tour. <coughs> I don't know if you catch weird. this too. If you say Boubay really quickly, it starts yes. to sound dirty. Boubay starts to sound dirty. Say Baldinger uh, very quickly, it starts to sound dirty. <laughs> Start, say it slowly, it starts to sound dirty. <laughs> yeah. Say it at all. Ball. Dinger. Also, check Dinger. out the BoubaySisters.com, <laughs> digitalmindproductions.com. You got a Twitter or anything? People at Jeff Baldinger. There you go. Also, thanks to Steve Schultz for his writing contributions to the show every hey. week. And Stephen Lewis and Matt Larson for yeah. throwing some jokes our way oh. for this week. Yeah. We appreciate yeah. that. Mad Max jokes tweeted to, or uh, texted <laughs> yeah. to me. I was like, they're going on the show if you're texting me puns. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, you can always find everything we're up to at themovieguys.net. Next week, uh, you'll be talking about Tomorrowland and Spy, and so will we. See you then. Yeah. All right. All right.